0: Hi, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so each week, we try to make it a little nicer with this show. I play a game with one guest who's guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. And as we go, I assign my guest points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up specifically. At the end, the winner, and I reiterate, only contestant, wins a $100 donation or contribution to the charity or cause of their choice. And then we each give a pep talk to someone or a group out there in the world that we think might need it this week. Cause this isn't all about me. It's just mostly about me. My guest today is one of my favorite comedians and people. Her comedy special, Savage, which is wonderful, is available to watch now on Amazon Prime. She's also the host of the podcast, The Gargle. Welcome to the show, Alice Fraser. Hello, Josh Gondelman, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so delighted that we're doing this. I've done your show so many times, and now I feel like (laughs) I have to be like an extra good host because you're such a good host. (laughs)
1: Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I, I quite like having you on The Last Post where you were a ruthless
0: billionaire and that's quite fun. I love to be a fake monster. The Last Post is Alice's podcast where it's a parallel universe and it's a daily news podcast from this parallel universe. So there's a whole, uh, every day last year, there's a short episode that you can go back and listen to and it won't, you, the news won't have spoiled it because it's all parallel. <sense>.
1: Well, I, I, I'm really pl- pleased to be able to give you that opportunity as somebody who uh, quite likes being nice in real life. All I've ever mm-hmm. wanted to do is be the villain in an action movie. So, um, <laughs> i glad.
0: What action, what action hero would you most like to thwart?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is up there. Oh, yeah. But I could, I could cackle wildly over the trussed up, uh, limp form of Jason Statham
0: sure <laughs> two of two of our most luminary action heroes of today
1: yes they're, they're so um, aerodynamic
0: um, very very sleek from the chin to the the skull
1: yes i couldn't i couldn't do tom cruise he can run around corners way too fast you have to mm-hmm. keep up he goes at yeah. a more acute angle than other action stars because he has a lower center of gravity. It's-
0: yeah, people don't talk about that, but that is probably the cause of, <laughs> like, why he wins all those fights in Mission Impossible. He's a human to the bite. ground. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump into our game. This week's game is called The Future Is Soon. Alice, your podcast The Last Post takes place in a parallel universe, and I think by virtue of that and living in Australia where you're several hours into the future from where I am in New York, you are the uh, you're an ideal guest to answer questions about the near future. I will be asking for predictions, forecasts, and hopes for the very near future, and as always, I will rate your answers based on creativity, accuracy, and how much they delight me specifically. Alice Fraser, are you ready to play? The future is soon.
1: Almost. (laughs) Now I am.
0: Perfect. First question. What is a piece of slang that isn't popular yet, but you think is about to catch on, or even that you'd like to see catch on?
1: I would like to see the slang term uh, on Twitter, uh, hashtag I-U-T-C-C-F-T-B-T-T-M-A-C-L-T-I-A-G-T-F-O-T-B-P which is I understand the complex contributing factors that brought you to this moment and can let this individual <laughs> act go to focus on the bigger picture. I want to see that happening more.
0: That's a beautiful moment of understanding, I think, and grace <laughs> that you can extend to someone. I think that's very good. Is there, now I know you've shortened it quite a bit to make it an acronym from a yes. sentence. Is there, and I don't mean to to police speech or anything, is there a shorter version <laughs> that maybe, just for saying out loud?
1: I mean, it is hard to pronounce, but not harder than a TikTok dance. So that's true. I feel maybe just uh, IUTCC.
0: Basically. IUTCC. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> and I think you could, um, if it's just IUTCC, you could kind of like shorten it. Like when somebody's talking to you, you could be like, look, But (laughs) I really have to disagree.
1: Yeah, the problem is you can't shorten it more because then it's UTI.
0: And the complex
1: contributing factor's there, but they can be (laughs) solved with cranberry juice.
0: Right. Look, UTI and I hear you. I'm going to go right ahead and say IUD. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this will be like 125 points, one for each letter of the acronym. I'm presuming (laughs) I did not count. Next question. What is the next news story, minor or major, that brings people together in a good way?
1: Okay, so rising sea levels mean less land mass. Stick with me, this is positive. I'm ready. So we're all taking a few steps closer to one another inland to get away from the tideline. So actually... Mm -hmm. Global warming is a good
0: thing. Ooh, so you're saying climate change is going to bring us physically closer together, physically which closer will create a kind of like uh, sense of community and bonding. That that it'll enhance that.
1: Yes, that's absolutely what I think. And you'll be able to tell antisocial people by their wet feet.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there'll be people like, like, um, what's what's his problem? Like, oh, damp ankles over there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Look at that moist socked fuckhead. <laughs>
0: Yeah, people, you're, you'll just be able to point them out. you be like that guy's not a team player. <laughs> you want you want the soles of your feet to be bone dry. That's how people know you're interested in in community.
1: I mean, actually, I put my money on Dolly Parton, who's fighting on all fronts and rep- representing the pro vaccine uh, hillbilly community, which I think is great. I feel like that's I a much that's maligned beautiful. community,
0: and she's doing great things there. I feel like we needed an adv- an advocate for vaccines with kind of a twang. Yes. I feel like, okay, maybe this is a wild thing to say, but I feel like you're more inclined to trust a person with a it, when someone has the same accent as you. You have like, there's like a baseline of like, I'll hear them out.
1: <laughs> I, that's why no one trusts me. I don't have the same accent as anyone. I have a real weird accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, me too. People can't place where I'm from. A lot of people think I'm from Canada.
1: Well, this is why we're going to make such great action movie villains, because our accent mm-hmm. is inherently untrustworthy.
0: Gosh, this answer is worth 205 points. The first three digits of 2050 when climate catastrophe will really be upon us. <sighs> Next question. Where is this summer's Hot vacation spot going to be if people are looking to travel. Where in the world are they going?
1: I mean, not to harp on global warming, but summer will come to you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never really got into big vacations where lots of other people show up. For me, that is the opposite of a vacation. You meant to go Absolutely. where all the other people aren't. Um, yes. So if it's in terms of hot uh, vacation preferences, for me, like a quiet tour of local libraries or something. <laughs>
0: Well, just tour, so you're not gonna pick one library and hunker down. You're gonna check out a few.
1: Yeah, one book per library, a different book in every library. They probably all have the same <laughs> books, but
0: But do you get the you get that local flavor? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Every library has got kind of a slightly different like smell to the books.
1: Yeah, they really do. I I'm not gonna get into this. How much of a nerd <laughs> I am. I could tell you uh, which level of Fisher library at Sydney University I was in in the dark. Smell. Based,
0: on, based on the scent?
1: Yeah, my mom was doing her master's degree when we were little and because she was sick, she kept extending it and getting extensions. So she did yeah. her master's degree for like five years and I just spent my whole childhood running around the stacks. So running it's a deeply reassuring smell uh, for me. It's entirely possible I was conceived in the Fisher Library stacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say the idea of like one book from each different library so the other libraries don't all know what you're doing, that is very like... Uh, when a person has like several families, <laughs> <laughs> just kids in different towns and such.
1: The trick is give all the children the same names. <laughs> like uh, George Foreman. Aren't all his children called George Foreman? Yep. The boys and the girls? Yeah. Brilliant. Genius. It's
0: incredible. And they all know each other. <laughs> That's very easy. So are you going to take the same library book out from each library?
1: Oh, that's a question. I mean, I guess it depends how fast I want to do the tour. If I want to do a speed tour, it could be a different chapter from the same book. That's Uh, true. Or it could be like a different, uh, the next book in the series, possibly.
0: So many possibilities.
1: This is what makes it such a great summer vacation spot. You're
0: you're being slightly facetious, but I do think the more you talk about it the lovelier it sounds
1: i'm i'm also not being facetious for our <laughs> schoolies week which is at the end of school everyone goes to the gold coast and gets fingered by predators um mm-hmm. i did <laughs> i did just hang out at the library why would i follow the people who bullied me to somewhere that was sweatier
0: <laughs> <laughs> stay where there's air conditioning and enjoy a good book yeah. i love what, what you're saying here i think this answer is worth 301 Point 0.8 points, which I assume means something on the Dewey Decimal System. Is the Dewey Decimal now? This is very ignorant of me. Is the Dewey Decimal System worldwide? Yes,
1: yes, it is. Okay, yeah, it's the sort of the standard right. go-to
0: thing. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like Fahrenheit for libraries, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in other countries is like, "No, we use the Stewart Exponent Guide." And that's how we find out where books are.
1: I do sort of genre, theme, uh, period of my Ooh. life. You know, you've got to oh, go with nice. kind of, you got to go with your own filing
0: system. So is there a period of your life where like, what, what's your favorite shelf or section of your book,
1: book collection? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. I, I think my, the, the shelf that I'm always drawn to in a library is the one with the old books. Like the mm-hmm. oldest kind of the really heavy looking yeah. ones with kind of a, you know, tooled golden cover, you know, with red and, you know, yeah. all of that. I think those are probably my favorite.
0: And then. Uh, I'm always vaguely hopeful that one of those will contain a magic spell. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like any book where you have to like blow the dust off of, I'm like, there's, there's like a 10, let's say there's like a 3% chance that it'll teach you magic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and why would you not take that chance
0: every friggin' time, right? Right, right. What, what do you have to lose by standing in the library loudly reciting Latin phrases, let's say, <laughs> in hopes that one will make the book levitate? <laughs> excellent, excellent answer. I love to hear it. Let's move along. Next question. What is a habit you have or an element of your own personal style that you think should become a trend in the future, something that you do that you're like, why isn't everybody on this?
1: Ooh, that's such a, hmm. There's a problem because I don't have a lot of self-awareness. I, I sort of <laughs> float around in my body like I'm a brain in sure. a bubble. My self-image is very much Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just
0: Look, I've <laughs> always wanted to be a brain in a jar. You're speaking my <laughs> language. I barely am aware of how tall I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I yeah, I, I would tell you a story about that, but it's rude. Um, <laughs> Did you know in the UK it was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles? But I don't know really? if it was cuz they were being racist or anti-racist. I wasn't right. sure if it was like ew, ninjas or you know isn't that a bit, you know.
0: Right, we don't want to appropriate martial arts culture. Yeah. And so we're just going to make them generally heroic.
1: Yeah, okay. So that actually that's the tendency. The the personal element of my personal style is thinking about stuff too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And what do you think the benefits writ large would be of like kind of a global move towards overthinking? Well, I think vote? I
1: think people should think about stuff too, too much, but not like too much. Right, but just th- a enough too much. that they're paralysed out of stating their opinions on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's right. those four or five paragraph. Facebook posts, I don't think you should be allowed to post more than one paragraph.
0: Any length of Facebook post that you could like conceivably nail to the church door as like a treatise. If it's a treatise, it's too long for Facebook. Yeah, back
1: yourself, uh, write it with a quill on parchment and commit to it or don't do it at all. That's what I think. Old school,
0: I love it, yeah. If you're gonna write a manifesto, take it to a quill, a typewriter, enough of these online manifestos.
1: Yes, too easy, too frictionless.
0: Too frictionless. It's like online shopping. It's like, oop, all of a sudden there's pants and I've posted a screed <laughs> against the global banking system.
1: I mean, yeah, step one in stating an opinion should be f- to find a bird with a feather you can write with. Like, start from that. Chase the bird yep. and then formulate your
0: opinion. And then you keep the bird while you write and then you just send it, send off your opinion <laughs> to wherever the bird goes and that legitimately is what Twitter should be.
1: Yeah, love notes should all be sent uh, with inked paper on a, on a dove because then they get a love note and an angry wet bird they didn't want.
0: <laughs> yeah, and honestly, whoever the bird shows up at, that's who you love now, <laughs> the bird decides. <laughs> The bird delivers the note, and it's like, "Oh, you're you're my darling that I can't live without." Yeah, <laughs> because that's what the dove said.
1: And then you know for a fact that even if you're not attracted to them, birds are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right at the very least, they've got a kind of a bird-friendly vibe they're putting out, which I think is not a, not a negative in a partner. Certainly,
1: no, it's not the worst thing. I feel like that's, it's that's not never
0: the a, worst. A, I feel
1: like it's ne- not a red flag.
0: No, it so could be red are. feather. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It it is at at the very worst a neutral quality. Yeah. Yes, I love I love this um, this tendency towards overthinking. Um, that that we should apply widely. Can you speak personally to a benefit of overthinking in your own life?
1: Well, I feel like the benefits of overthinking are often realized in. Things not happening, uh, <laughs> so it makes them difficult to quantify. And as you know, as a species, we're very, very bad at quantifying sort of intangibles. But like, sure, there's so many people I haven't called a cunt. Am I allowed to say <laughs> that on an American podcast? <laughs>
0: You, you can say it. I can't say it, but you can <laughs> okay, say it. good.
1: Because um, I'm Australian. In Australia, people get offended if you don't call them a cunt, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm from, from around Boston, so it's, like, pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> this answer will be worth one point, which is the number of times you called me the C-word on this podcast, uh, which is, again, a first for Make My Day. Very exciting, big news, but uh, still only worth one point. Next question. What is the next thing people are going to freak out about teenagers doing based on like a poorly reported local news story?
1: Oh, yeah. So that's a real thing. Cause it was like Tide Pods and then yep. having too much sex. And then before the pandemic, it was having not enough sex. Not enough
0: sex very weird it's like these kids these kids are barely hooking up and it's like oh gross yeah why oh, were you no. asking the them?
1: teenagers are all sexting and pawning but nobody's getting a arrhythmic, arrhythmically frotted behind the bike sheds anymore because <laughs> me too have murdered all the boners like i don't i don't know i don't know what the next thing is like maybe probably something harmless like squats or something Ah. Oh. Cause, uh, oh no, that is that is one of the things. Uh, young girls uh, inspired by the Kardashians are do, doing too many squats to make their butts big.
0: And <laughs> and it's their gonna butts are getting too big. Throw off their
1: spinal <laughs> balance.
0: <laughs> There's like Doctor Oz is gonna be talking about like girls are teen girls butts are getting too big, right? It's, <laughs> like you're throwing off their spine. That's, like big problem. It's gonna lead to osteoporosis. <laughs>
1: they like big butts too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it's, like, the doctor uh, is giving one of, the, like, the pre question exam. like, are you on any medicine? Do you like big butts? Reminder, you cannot lie. I am a doctor. <laughs> it's weird that you can lie to a doctor, but, like, not a cop.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you can lie to a cop. Try it sometimes. You, you can, but thrilled. they get really
0: mad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to. But that's what I mean. Like, you can lie to a doctor, and, like, the worst is going to happen is they'll be like... Come on. And you'll be like, no, I swear. I've been exercising and flossing, like all that stuff. There's no, They can't like sentence you. Like they can prescribe you medicine for the conditions they see, but they can't like sentence you to medicine.
1: <laughs> Every doctor's surgery, they should put on that cuff to put uh, measure your bl- blood pressure, uh, but yep. it should also secretly be a lie detector, a lie detector. machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like, that's very good. They'll be like, so, um, how many times a week are you eating red meat? <laughs> Both
1: <laughs> your blood pressure and the lie detector imply that you're
0: wrong. <laughs> My sound effects work is unparalleled. People <laughs> I mean, tell me that all the time. So if they
1: call you Foley Mouth.
0: They call me Foley Mouth, yeah. <laughs> it is a, kind of a, a deep industry nickname, <laughs> but people, it, it caught on. <laughs> That question is worth 96 points, which is 36 plus 24 plus 36. The Sir Mix-a-Lot measurements. (laughs) Next question. What is the next annoying trend or habit that's going to fade away or die out?
1: Failing to cite your sources. I strongly believe, because people just say stuff and they don't say why they're saying it. And so if they say something online, you don't know if they're an expert or a non-expert, you know? Yep. So I think I think everyone should be assigned a font depending on their level of expertise uh, on Twitter. So, like, if you've got 10 years of experience in the field or a PhD, then you get mm-hmm. Times New Roman. If you're just some asshole, Comic Sans. <laughs> I did propose this previously and then someone came at me and said that um, making fun of Comic Sans is ableist because dyslexic people find it easier to read Sans serif fonts, but... I think papyrus is better than Comic Sans. Fuck Comic Sans. There I stand by I mean. fonts. And also I don't know how expert that person was in stating their opinion. <laughs> so Right, you
0: don't know if they were the a Comic font. Sans talker. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: This is this is the best idea I've ever had.
0: <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> the, gosh. This answer I, I mean, there's no other choice. This answer is worth 280 points, one for each character in a, tweet. <laughs> a tweet. A fully optimized
1: tweet.
0: Next question, if you could see a specific amount of time into the future, but only that amount of time, like you could see forward three days precisely, but no, you know, but you couldn't see more or less at any given moment, what amount of time would you pick?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. What are the timeline logistics? Does knowing the future mean I can change it? Or is it like a Cassandra situation where I'll know and try and warn people and they won't listen and they'll be like dragged out of the temple in disgrace by
0: Achilles? I think some of them will be dragged out of the temple in disgrace by Achilles, but I do think there is the potential you can change things.
1: Um, A week, because why not?
0: A week. And tell me, tell me more about that.
1: It seems like an amount of time. <laughs> <I'm really not laughs> I don't know what, like, what's the optimal amount of time to be able to see into the future because you don't want it so far into the future that everyone's really hot and that makes you feel insecure. Because, you know, most of human history, people have been getting hotter,
0: you know? Oh, so you, so this is like a, 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 like...
1: This is purely a self-image thing. If I'm looking 150 years into mm-hmm. the future where everyone was, like, mind-bogglingly attractive... Yeah, It'll ruin my experience of the current world because I'll be like, why isn't everybody, you know, instagram We face? should
0: We should have this hotness now.
1: Yeah I'll-, yeah, I'll be furious. So if it's like a week ahead, people will only be like a week hotter and that's fine.
0: Yeah, I, you barely even notice. Yeah. Like I feel like Just- when if you showed me pictures of people now and a week from now, I would barely be able to tell which one is from the future based on hotness alone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, oh, I think that one's moisturizing more. That would be the Yeah,
0: one. right. I mean, because there's so many variables in just a week. Like maybe they slept badly the night before you're seeing them or uh, bad hair day. Yeah. Yeah. I think all that could throw off a week's hotness. <laughs> but 150 years, I feel like everyone's going to be radiant. Yeah,
1: it'll be, be very distressing to a witness.
0: What do you think 150 years from now will be the biggest overall change in hotness?
1: I think the biggest overall change in hotness in 150 years will be like massive butts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the, it, people are going to be so worried about the teen girls. <laughs> um,
1: I, I, I think everyone will be completely smooth from top to Very toe. They'll okay. just be like com- frictionless beings and they'll just <laughs> s- slide around on things. Sexily,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's very hot. <laughs> I, just like gonna, moist they're gonna need, slugs, <laughs> they're going to need to wear like velcro pants <laughs> uh, to stop them from sliding off, like to to keep them attached to couches and such. <laughs> and it'll have to be cinched over their big butts because otherwise the pants will just fall off.
1: Yeah, we all know texture is the enemy of beauty. So, just yeah, everyone just rolling around with a slick layer of mucus over their
0: whole soul. Oh, so the mucus too. Yeah. You kind of buried the lead with holding out on the mucus.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be sexy, big butted snail people.
0: <laughs> Snails get kind of, they, they're kind of, they got a caboose going on. Yeah,
1: they do. A lot of junk in that trunk.
0: A little junk in the. <laughs> little to uh, spell in that shell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is incredible. This is, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 275 points. Just, I think that's like, that'll be a pretty hot time in human history, 275 years from now. Final question. Little Orphan Annie said, which we don't need to bring up her dead parents, right? Just (laughs) Just uh, Annie. (laughs) fine. Every time we address it, we can just say Annie from the play. (laughs) Oh, so is that little orphan Annie? You're going to make her cry. <laughs> She's got real attachment issues. <laughs> um, Annie from the play and the film Annie famously saying, the sun will come out tomorrow, which is, like that's like a good thing about tomorrow. What in your opinion, like what's the thing you hold on to that's like tomorrow this will happen and it will be good? In, in the royal tomorrow, not specifically the day after today.
1: So I think that optimism about tomorrow is never a bad thing because everyone has Mm. always thought it was the apocalypse and they were mainly wrong. I mean, a bit right, but mainly wrong. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like since medieval times, people were worrying about everything exploding. And I feel like little apocalypses happen all the time, but people seem to carry on. And I think that's quite a hopeful thing.
0: I love that. So, like, instead of the sun will come out tomorrow, it will be like the minor apocalypse that may occur tomorrow will not destroy you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the apocalypse that doesn't kill you makes you stronger or gives you mutant <laughs> superpowers.
0: This is a great answer. This, that answer's with 255 points. That's the amount of tomorrows in a year if you're only counting business days. <laughs> I guess we should, sorry, no offense, but we're going to chop off another 10 for holidays. So 245 <laughs> points for that answer. A great answer.
1: Yes. What a great answer.
0: I, I believe so. Alice, that brings us to the end of our game of the future is soon. Alice Fraser, your total score is 1,528.8 points. That is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel?
1: I feel incredible. This is like gonna put a shine on, this is my morning. I don't know what time it is where you are, but it's my morning and the rest of my day is gonna be bright and shiny as a result. I'm gonna walk up to strangers in the street and say, I'm a winner, baby. (laughs)
0: I love that I hope that happens As this week's champion you have won a $100 grand prize donation or contribution to the charity or cause of your choice where will the money be going?
1: Uh, The money will be going to the Indigenous Literacy Fund which is a fantastic charity that, that helps Indigenous people learn to read and write because educational standards are not what they ought to be in a lot of Indigenous communities particularly remote communities in Australia and I think Uh, And education is one of the most profound tools you can give someone.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. And finally this week, as always, pep talks. Alice and I will each give a pep talk to someone or a group that we think deserves it or might need it in this moment. I'll go first. My pep talk is for the present. We're always being reminded to live in the present and that there's no time like the present. And that's because a lot of the time the present stinks. You can't like look forward to it like it's the future because it's already here. You can't look back on it nostalgically like the past because it's not gone yet. And sure, those times can be bad too, but they're not bad right now like the present is. Like maybe the past was painful, but it's not then anymore. And things could go downhill in the future for sure, but they haven't yet. The present has to do all the heavy lifting and it is underappreciated. It's the only time the human body can physically enjoy something. (laughs) Try tasting a slice of cake in the future or feeling a warm ray of sunlight three weeks ago. You can't do it! You're stuck now, and if now is bad, then things are just bad. The present and the future never have to answer for their inadequacies like the present does. They get off scot-free like the youngest child in a family of seven. It's unfair. (laughs) The present, you're all we've got, and you're not always great, but who among us is? We can't continue to hold you to impossible standards that we don't apply to other periods of time. Yes, the present is where our headaches and fears and awkward silences hurt the most. But if you aren't living in the present, as the cliché suggests you should, you're literally not alive at all. (laughs) Alice, the floor is yours for a pep talk.
1: I would like to give a pep talk to people who are failing, who have failed, or who are about to fail. I think that is one of the most incredibly beautiful things that you can do in life, is fail as often as possible. And I know this isn't true for doctors, but I say it to myself regularly. Uh, When I'm worried about my work as a comedian, I say, it's all right, no one's going to die. Uh, So, you know, if I get my show wrong, if I do something unfunny, no one's going to die, but also everyone is going to die, so fucking get on with it, you know? (laughs) You really need to uh, do things. I think it's very important to fail. I think it's very important, particularly for young women, to fail and learn that if you fail, people will still love you. There's usually another way to get the thing you wanted. And uh, if there isn't, then all you need to do is convince yourself that you didn't want it in the first place.
0: (laughs) Thank you. That's a wonderful pep talk to people, I think, who, by definition, often need a little extra pep. So thank you. And that's it. That's, that's the show. This has been Make My Day. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. Thank you to this week's champion, Alice Fraser. Alice, where can people find you and your work?
1: People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at alliterative, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or all of my stuff is on the front page of my Patreon, you know, documentaries, podcasts, all that stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash Alice Fraser. And that's
0: all for free. Alice's Charity if anyone is interested in contributing is the Indigenous Literacy Fund. Uh, And if you have your own answers to today's game of the future is soon, you can tweet them at me at at Josh Gondelman or at MakeMyDayPod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, Please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.